0: The Joe
1: Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Paggs.
0: Great to have you, thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. John Rich, is own self, country music superstar at the bottom of the hour. So about, uh, I don't know, 27, 28 minutes from now. Make sure you're tuned in right here. If you want to watch the interview, go to JoePags.com and click on Watch Now. We're going to talk about that, uh, the whole Bud Light thing the CMT Awards, and the drag show, why didn't a bunch of artists get up and walk out? And he gives me a great answer to that. And can Bud Light come back from what they've done? Another great answer to that. Make sure you stick around. John Rich at the bottom of the hour. Uh, We're going to start the hour, though. I've got one piece of... uh, It's a soundbite that I'm not going to take any calls on. But it's your boy Pete Buttigieg, who had to take paternity leave for two two months and then ignore the supply chain. And he thinks everything's racist. I'm starting to think that people like him and people like Brandon Johnson, the incoming mayor of Chicago, people like Lori Lightfoot, people like Eric Adams, I'm starting to think these people really do say what they're saying in the hopes of ginning up more violence. If somebody kept telling me, somebody kept saying it's because they hate Italians, it's because they hate Italians, because they hate Italians, I might eventually think, well, they hate Italians and maybe I should fight back. I think that might be what's going on here. I'll explain exactly what I mean, because I I think that you'll probably get where I'm coming from. I'm not going to take any calls on it, but I don't want to leave this soundbite not played by by Buttigieg that really does sort of encapsulate everything we talked about in the first hour when it comes to these these violent outbreaks in these big cities, and people continuing to say, well, it's not that they're violent, they just don't have any opportunities, it's systemic or structural racism on a Monday. (laughs) Motown Monday, let's go. Kerry Lockie, how you doing, Chocolate Boys? I'm doing all right. Good to see you. Polo making it happen. Sam's out. Monica's in. Let's go. Junior Walker is all-stars. Shotgun. Glad to have you. As I said, John Rich at the bottom. The ladies out of Budweiser and Bud Light and Heiser Bush in a moment. Got a news story on that, which is interesting. And one wonder is, Do you think this is going to work? It's kind of interesting. Um, so we'll have that for you coming up in a moment. I do, though. I want to bring you this just to wrap up last hour. I know some of you, some of you, get the show out of order. This might be your first hour, might be your third hour. I get it. But last hour, we talked to the entire hour about the the outbreak in crime, in um, in riots, in vandalism, in theft, in attacks, in big cities like Chicago, like L.A., like New York. And the answer we keep getting from those that are running these cities, all very far left-wing blue uh, politically people, well, it's because these young people don't have opportunity. These young people don't have a safe space. These young people don't don't have, well, they're dealing with systemic or or structural racism. All of which is just stupid. It's just a bunch of words to give people the okay to go commit crimes. Well, let's go to the roads, because he's done this before. Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary allegedly, Who had to be forced and guilted into going to East Palestine, a place that Kamala Harris hasn't gone yet, a place that Joe Biden hasn't gone yet, a place that a ton of people who should have gone have not gone yet, and he was guilted into going. We basically pushed him to go by continuing to ask, where are you going to go? He now talks about the racism in car accidents. Carrie, did you know car accidents were racist? I was not aware of that. Yes. It turns out extremely racist.
2: Got a crisis comes to roadway fatalities in America, we lose about 40,000 people every year. It's a level that's comparable to gun violence. And we see a lot of racial disparities. Black and brown, Americans, tribal citizens, and rural residents, much more likely to lose their lives, whether it's in a car, or as a pedestrian being hit by a car. There are a lot of reasons uh, related to discrimination, related to uh, even the ways that roads are designed and built. Who has access to uh, a safe street design that's got crosswalks and good lighting? Who doesn't have that access? That can drive disparities. And we have a a responsibility to act on that.
0: He's an idiot. He's just a race baiter. He's ginning up race hate. And again, somebody like him with his mentality Causes people to think, well, all of society does hate me. Therefore, I must fight back. Okay, you know who was interviewing him?
3: Ooh. Al Sharpton. Oh, okay.
0: Great interview, That great journalist, uh, Al Sharpton. But I mean, I'm going to play it one more time. Again, I'm not going to take any calls on this because I want to move on. But Pete Buttigieg literally says that car crashes that kill almost 40,000 Americans a year somehow are targeting black, brown, and indigenous people and something about crosswalks and lighting and safe access to to roads and highways doesn't happen in those neighborhoods. He really says this. Again, your face should hurt, but we're used to this now.
2: We've got a crisis when it comes to roadway fatalities in America. We lose about 40,000 people every year. It's a level that's comparable to gun violence. And we see a lot of racial disparities. Black and brown Americans, tribal citizens, and rural residents much more likely to lose their lives whether it's in a car or as a pedestrian being hit by a car there are a lot of reasons uh related to discrimination related to uh the, even the ways that roads are designed and built who has access to uh, a safe street design that's got crosswalks and good lighting who doesn't have that access that can drive disparities and we have a, a responsibility to act on that
0: hear what he's saying If you're black, brown, or native, or rural, he throws rural in there at the end, then you are being targeted by car accidents. And again, if you're somebody who fits into that mold, you're going to now divide from everybody else, well, why do you have nice crosswalks? Why do you have nice highways? And I don't. And and then it's going to cause more racial hatred, going to cause more uprisings and upheaval and mayhem, like we just saw over the weekend in these large cities. And Buttigieg won't think he's got any problem. He'll be at the Starbucks with his husband, chest in or whatever and they'll complain that you won't leave them alone in their off time I mean these elitists are doing an exceptionally good job at causing mayhem and making Americans hate each other they really are okay I want I want to switch uh, switch gears here Budweiser decided we're going to show you how all American we are they put out an ad a 60-second ad going on and it has the gruff voice, yeah, you're out there with the barley and the beef and you're out there and you're, you're wrangling the steer. You're trying to act like they're all American and they're all, you know, like right right, right in the, the flyover country after Bud Light did what it did that cost $6 to $7 billion in value loss because of their hiring this Dylan Mulvaney guy. Carrie, what do you have?
3: From Fox News, Budweiser's new pro-America ads set Twitter ablaze over the weekend as critics derided the company, a misguided attempt at quelling the backlash over Bud Light's endorsement partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Budweiser's latest advertisement, which was released on social media Friday, features one of the brand's famous Clydesdale horses traversing the country from New York City to the Grand Canyon, passing by scenes in the American heartland as a narrator delivers a patriotic message. This is a story bigger than beer, the ad's narrator says in the ad. This is the story of the American spirit. As the ad plays, the Clydesdale horse passes by some of the most famous American landmarks, showcasing the New York City skyline, the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C., small towns and farmland. At one point, the ad showcases two people, raising an American flag as one places her hand over her heart. The ad also makes reference to September the 11th, and was intended to bring people together, according to CEO Brendan Whitworth. A brood for those who found opportunity and challenge and hope in tomorrow, the ad's narrator says as the the horse passes by the flag-raising duo. The patriotic ad comes as Anheuser-Busch, which owns Budweiser, continues to deal with backlash over a partnership between another one of its popular brands, Bud Light and Mulvaney. The partnership has caused a significant financial loss for the brand as calls to boycott the beer have spread across the country. The new ad seeks to move away from the controversial partnership with patriotic messaging and imagery. But online critics said Budweiser's feeble attempt to regain support is in poor taste and urged the brand to apologize instead.
0: All right, Kerry, thank you. So, I'll take calls on this. Do you think this is enough? Does Budweiser win you back by making this all-American, Americana, you know, uh, different uh, filters on the cameras, New York and and D.C. and the heartland, and then out to California, we love America, and here's my, my hand over my heart, we're raising the flag. Does that win you back? They just hired a man who is mocking women, this Dylan Mulvaney guy, as their Bud Light person. Bud Light has lost sixty seven billion dollars in value. They have not apologized for having done that. The marketing manager who said they had to make it less fratty, they had to stop it from being about, you know, American men and whatever. Um, she still has a job. She just cost her company six to seven billion dollars. She still has a job. If I cost my company six to seven billion dollars, I'd be out digging ditches. So does this bring you back? Do you still love yourself some Budweiser or Anheuser-Busch beer? They they own a lot of beers. Is your problem just with Bud Light? Now, keep in mind, that was the Bud Light marketing person that made that decision. And one wonders, doesn't anybody get to check first to see if uh, this is going to fly? Your thoughts on this? Does this win you back? Is this enough? Is this a good start? Are you ever going to drink Bud Light again? 888-941-PAGS, 888 7247 Go to JoePags.com, scroll down, click on contact. We're back after this.
1: This is the Joe Pags Show.
0: Glad to have you. The Joe Pags Show. Lots going on, lots to get you, lots to talk about. Let's go. 88941 Pags, 941 7247 JoePags.com. Uh-huh. Gotta remind you about Eden Pure. We've got several of these in the house because they work very, very well. It's called the Thunderstorm. It's an air purifier. They call it the thunderstorm because it smells like a thunderstorm came through. It does, that fresh and clean smell, that scent you get outside when a thunderstorm comes through. Well, here it is. And, and it's right there. It's portable. You plug it into the wall. You don't take up any, any floor space in the house at all. You have to change the filters every month. Over 300,000 of these have already been sold. It takes care of odors, mold, viruses, a whole lot more. We know that it works because they've sold so many. Any, scent, any smell is going to vanish just after a few seconds of the, th- the thunderstorm being on. Odors. Could be litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, weird food, dirty diapers, whatever, are no match whatsoever. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. Best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you money. Start enjoying your home again. Get several thunderstorms right now. You would save up to $200. Actually, save $200 right now on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack by going to EdenPureDeals.com. And put in discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S, save 200 bucks. EdenPureDeals.com, discount code is PAGS. Shipping is free. All right, Bud Light. Carrie, I, I'm not joking around with you. I don't know. Do you drink beer at all? No, I don't. Paula, you do not drink. Monica, beer at all or not?
3: I have had a beer here and there, but not really
0: a beer drinker. Is it Bud Light?
1: No, I've
3: never drank
0: Bud Light. I don't don't think I've ever had Bud Light. I'm not a drinker. I don't drink at all. So um, I I don't really have a dog in the race. I just don't. I mean, but uh, my favorite brand was Nike. And I know that I don't buy Nike anymore. They've got none of my money since 2016. Um, Not that I know of anyway. Certainly not for me to wear. At the end of the day, a brand can lose me even if I love them. So Bud Light... Really screwed up. This marketing person really screwed up. This this connection with um Dylan Mulvaney, they really messed it up. Anheuser-Busch trying to make good by putting out a 60-second commercial about Clydesdales and the wheat and barley in the in the fields in, in the open range and New York City and Washington and L.A. and everything else. And we just love America. Let's put up the, the American flag and salute. Does that get you back? They go to the phone lines. We say hello and welcome to line one. John is in Albuquerque. John, what do you think? Hey Joe. Hey, does it get you no, back? I don't
1: I don't know. No, it doesn't. I I think it is a feeble attempt to try to win its audience back and I think what it goes to show too is that with all the patriotic imagery and everything that that Anheuser-Busch is trying to do, you would think that they would have the guts to come out and admit that they were that they were wrong. That what I think would definitely bring a lot of people back and it has nothing to do with transgenderism but they could come back and say we understand you know that our our core loyal customers don't buy that a man can be a woman in fact it's an insult to women right and i think that'd bring probably even more people into the fold if they made that kind of a statement rather than to say oh yeah look we're patriotic because we're showing pictures of 9 Yeah. No, i don't think that does it enough
0: well, John, I hear you, and I agree with you. Um, I, I, their, their lame attempt at an apology wasn't. They said, we never intended to be in the political argument. They never said anything about, we should have thought before we, we utilized somebody that we didn't realize would be so polarizing. They didn't even say that much. And this woman, from what I understand, still has the job. And I think the reason she has the job to begin with is not that she was somebody who was qualified. It's because she's somebody who wrote on her bio on Twitter, First female to have this job. I mean if you're just checking off boxes, then you're forgetting about your customer base. Valerie, what do you think? Hi.
1: Yeah, hi Joe. I absolutely think it's a slap in the face. And no, they don't get our business back. That was a big topic at our just our last family gathering. Nobody's drinking that anymore. I don't care how many Budweisers they put across the the T V dream they're done it's just how stupid do they think we are
0: what, what if they came out and said i am sorry do you come back then
1: no because they're lying they're not sorry they know just what they were doing and no they're lying even if they said they were sorry they're still lying to me yeah i'm done with that i'm done with a lot of things
0: valerie i got you listen she's not playing around i i completely understand. I wonder if there is something they could do. And I think the first caller probably nailed it. If they come out and say, hey, we never should have hired this guy. Um, it is mocking women. And we, shouldn't, we should not have jumped in that bandwagon. And we certainly did not want to alienate you or polarize our audience and our consumer base. We apologize. I think maybe people then say, okay, we all make mistakes, whatever. But they're not, do, not even doing that. They put together 60 seconds, very well done, nice piece of video. And they thought that would do it. And I wonder, is that doing it for you? Eight 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 nine four one pags 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Krista, what's happening in Texas? Hi.
1: Hi, Joe. Thank you for having me on. You bet. I, it's, to me, it's, it's extremely demeaning. I don't drink Bud Light. My husband does, and I refuse to, to purchase it. Um, you know, somebody should ask him. You know, they, they ask us, what, do, what is a woman to us? We need to start asking them, do you have a period? Do you menstruate? Are you a woman? And then maybe we can go down the road that, that yeah, you can convert into being a woman. To me, it I totally disagree with this. They're, what, 0.1% of the population of, you know, in, any purchasing uh, item. And no. it, it's just, it, it's, it's horrible to go down that marketing road.
0: Well, I think you're right, Chris. Absolutely right. I think it's, I think it's one, one half of 1%, something like that, would identify as transgender. So to, to completely capitulate and only focus on that small audience while completely alienating everybody else doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why they did it other than they wanted to feel good about themselves. And you see the stupid video of her from a couple of years ago or whatever, maybe even from last year, talking about it was too fratty. And it was too, you know, macho and too this and too that. So we had to reach out to new markets because the brand was dying. Bud Light was the number one beer before all this. So I don't know, I don't know what, how the brand was dying, but it was. It was the number one beer. Philip, San Antonio, hi.
2: Hey, this is Philip. Uh, you remember me last week with reparations. Now you're talking about supporting Bud Light after what they've come out with. You know, how you can support and shove down the opinions of the mentally ill on America is ridiculous.
1: Um, I do not see them
0: coming back from this. I hear you. Phillip, I think a lot of people agree with you. I think a lot of people agree with you that they can't come back. Mike, I literally have 20 seconds, but it's yours. Go ahead.
1: Hey, I I completely agree with you, Joe. These guys are ridiculous. I've been drinking Bud Light for 20 years, and I will
0: refuse to go back to them. Unless they come out with a huge apology, apology straight to women. I wonder if that'll happen. I mean, I, Carrie, you think that would ever happen? I don't think that would happen.
3: I something tells me no. I don't see that happening anytime soon.
0: Taking a six to seven billion dollar hit because you won't say I'm sorry is very strange to me. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. Eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven. jopags.com dot com. We come back. Country music um, uh, superstar John Rich is going to be on. John is amazing. He owns the Redneck Riviera in Nashville. He says he's got a list on his website on other beers you can drink, and he said they're not drinking it at his bar for sure. Keep it here for that. Coming right back. This is the Joe Bag Show.